I'm Emily from sexwithemily.com. Crazygirlproducts.com carries unique pheromone-infused products that make you feel sexy and confident. I'm crazy about their wannabe naked shave cream. It's made perfectly for your more intimate areas. No shave bumps or ingrown hairs. Use coupon code EMILY25 for 25% off at crazygirlproducts.com. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can listen to all of our podcasts. You can subscribe on iTunes. It's that easy. We've got hundreds of shows you can listen to. And you also have to go to my website, sexwithemily.com. Put in your name. If you're not on our mailing list, we give away lots of good stuff. And you're going to get the report, the five biggest mistakes men are making in bed. And the five biggest mistakes women are making about it. And I just, I don't want you to be making those mistakes anymore. You might be making them and I'm going to help you. And I just want to thank everyone for listening and always emailing me at feedback at sexwithemily.com. Very excited for tonight's show. First of all, I have Anderson here. Anderson. You're walking away as I'm talking to you. He's yeah, that's good guy. timing right there. I know. Emily. What are you doing? Where are you going? Great timing. Sex. Anderson's helping me out with the show tonight, and we also have a great guest coming in, Mike Catherwood, who's the co-host of Love Excuse Line. Me. What did you say? A, I just was talking to guest? Anderson. No, what? A great guest. A great guest, including you. Mm, no, Mike's. Mike's. Mike's sub, oh, you don't right. think Mike's that great? Mediocre. How would you sum up Mike Catherwood before? Because he just texted me. He's like two minutes away. Uh, Mike is uh, always late. Okay. He's a miscreant with a very nice smile, who gets away with uh, what most men would never get away with. Because? Because he's got that boyish uh, good look about Yeah, him. we're going to talk to him about that. I kind of think he's like the bad boy, but reformed. He came in here like probably about a year ago. I, I work on Loveline with him, so I know Yeah, we all well. work on Loveline. If you don't know Loveline, it's a long-running radio show. It's been on since 1984, and you can listen to the podcast now for free if it doesn't play in your city. That's true. Yeah, anyway, and Anderson, this, you've been you working missed... on it. Anderson does the board, does everything. Engineer? Yeah, I've done everything on that show. Okay, so, so go ahead. Let's cut to the chase. What's important year, now? About a year ago, uh, Catherwood comes in here, and I don't know any other person. I don't know any other guy in my life. And I know a lot of people. No one else can get away with this. He comes in, and he says, oh, look at that. I was masturbating earlier, and there's cum on my on the cuff of my shirt. Yeah, he just said it like that. And really? he laughs, and, uh, and people are like, oh, my God, that's kind of funny. Like yeah. anyone else says that, it's like get get that get out. I love that he you're has no filter. Pig. I know you're right. They'd be like disgusting, but he just smiles and gets away with it because that's who he is. You're absolutely right. Um, and he sends me pictures of large black penises sometimes. Oh yeah, Texting usually to me in the middle small, of the show. Small white mouths. Exactly. That's his fetish. Everyone's got the thing. So anyway, he'll be in soon. But Anderson and I are working together and uh, here on, at the Loveline Studios, the infamous Loveline Studios, which everyone should check out. But this is sex with Emily. So. Um, tonight, okay, so wait, here's one thing I got to talk to you about, Anderson, because you're a dude and you're more technical than I I'm just, okay, I know, I've, I'm a podcaster for a long time. I'm not going to say I'm a chicken. I don't know technology and all that stuff, but I'm super busy and I just did something amazing with my technical life. Well, I, I'm listening. It's my I, cell phone. I, okay, I work okay, in radio and I'm doing two things at once. I know you are. So I've got, um, cell phone, my cell phone, right? Uh, Verizon. It's broken. It is broken. I've Shattered. dropped it a million times and I, um, I went to... I pay a lot of money for it, but I'm so busy that I never have time to do the bill. I never have time to check it out and see, like, God, I should call them. I should get it reduced. What can I do? 
So I just came across Ting. Have you heard of Ting? Yeah, Ting's a very good company. Oh my god. You can upload so basically they I uploaded my account, my my current cell phone service to in their savings calculator. They accessed my account, they looked it up and they saw I could save all this money. 98% of people save money with Ting. I'm totally switching over everything cuz I can go buy shoes now. I mean, I figured out I could save hundreds <laughs> of dollars over the next 3 months. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my Catherwood. What would you say? Nothing. No, I just I had a cough. I, I like how she's going to buy shoes. What would you do with extra money that you what save you with Ting? With like? Ting. Do you know Ting.com? It's amazing. Cause yeah. It's, okay. Do I know Ting? Do you know Ting? You don't know a Ting. Mike looks like a Tink. Twink. I'm so happy to bit. see you, Mike. Oh, I, was all, I, was close to, I was close to a disaster. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see you. I do know Ting. Okay. And I believe in Ting. Ting's awesome. It is. I, I, I literally, I went shopping. I save, I already know the money I'm saving, and I know a pair of shoes I'm buying at Barney's that I've had my eyes on, and I'm saving $100. In Beverly Hills? Um, yes, I love Barney's. I have, I have friends over there. You do? Will um, they give me a discount? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, Probably. wait. So anyway, check out emily.ting.com, and I have a special deal if you want to like save money, $100, because you, you know why? Our cell phone companies, they charge us for so much crap we don't need. Well, here's the problem. With all, all the major taxes. the major carriers, you get you get you end up paying for stuff you don't use. Right. No one uses the amount of texting and need and and, and 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 info and data and, and calling that you actually pay for. And it's not like you carry over the stuff you don't use to the next month. You right. just end up paying for stuff oh that you God. don't use. Right. And Ting makes it great because you pay for you pay for what you use, and that's it. And what I really like about Ting, honestly, uh, obviously saving money is great, but they're so transparent. Their company, they put everything out there. Like you said, they have the savings calculator. You go to the website. You have the the you know the give the the website again right. that for people yeah, to go pay, to. Okay, go to emily.ting.com and you receive twenty five percent off your first device purchase of twenty five in service credit if you bring your own device. But they are, they put it out there exactly what oh, you will yeah. save, exactly how okay. you'll do it, and also the, the another great thing is that. Their customer service is real people, and they work so hard to be helpful. I know. Yeah. It's exactly it. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great company. And I that's don't really use any of the stuff that I needed, and they tell me everything that I'm using, and now I'm saving money, and I'm happy. So go to emily.ting.com, and you get 25% off your first device purchase or 25 in service credit. to bring. I love that you know this to bring your device. Mike Catherwood. That's right. Covered, oh, my God. Covered entirely by the, uh, the awesome Sprint Network. It is covered by the Sprint Network. Yeah. And Sprint Network is awesome. Sprint awesome. Network is awesome. So anyway, Mike. Yes. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. So we were talking about you before you got here, Anderson, because I was just saying, like, how would you describe Mike Catherwood if people don't know who you are? Black. I would say the first the first adjective I'd use is black. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not black. He's actually he said that you were like one of these like attractive guys who kind of gets away with everything and you smile and you get away with it. <laughs> Anderson said that. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. Did. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. You're a miscreant. I get. I mean, yeah. I w- I wouldn't say that that's far far from off. Hey, you know the guy or Booger? far from correct. What you know the guy Booger? The guy who played who? Booger in yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Put put his face on your face. Come in here and say, hey, look, I I was masturbating earlier, and there's cum all over my sleeve. Isn't that funny? No one thinks it's funny. See, but Mike People can just kind of get away with whatever he wants. That's why I'm having Mike on the show today because and whatever Mike- I want. I mean. Kind of. I mean, I've, I, I mean, I've never raped You sent me anybody. pictures of big black cocks, and I, I don't even care. That's true. Besides Loveline, how would, how would people might maybe know Mike Catherine? So My, Psycho Mike. Mike's been in radio for a long time, right, yeah. Mike? About 12 At, years. Yeah. 12 years. And so he's the host of Loveline, mm-hmm. which I'm sometimes the guest co-host on Thursday yes, nights. And we I love to, having you. We, I love being here. And you've done a ton of stuff. What is your, and you have your podcast? Yeah, the Mike and Dr. Drew show. Well, I love doing that. I really do. I've come around to really, like, enjoy uh, doing the podcast and, and being able to try and make it something that I think the audience would be into. I think you're um, doing a good job. I, I would say the, the – uh, I hate to say it because it, 
I was so shitty on it. But for numbers alone, I would say most people probably would have exposure to me through Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars, I mean, like, right? It's like thirty something million people. Okay, watched that, d- so. I know. That, I didn't know you then, so I would have been yeah. glued to my television set. What was what was your takeaway from that? What did you learn? Like, how did it, did it help you grow and change and learn? Yeah, actually, a better I person? mean, not to sound too cheesy because it's it's a dumb dancing show. Um, but I, what I did take away from it is that I, I mean, I spent a lot of time, especially as an addict, you. you you take you spend so much of your life running away from things that scare you, and, and dancing scared you. Well, not not dancing scared. Dancing doesn't scare me. I know I'm shitty at dancing. It's it's dancing in front of uh, that many people, and then also because I came from such a world where like I, I had engendered such passion and love from the listeners here at K Rock in Los Angeles, which is kind of like this masculine rock and roll FM, very testosterone driven world. I didn't want to be looked at as like a sellout because I was doing Dancing with the Stars. But instead of, instead of like I said, shying away from it, I was like, you know, life's too short. Why yeah. not just go for it? Exactly. And I did. Well, then you got- And I was scared shitless when the, and I wasn't scared at all in leading up to the show. Okay. And then on the premiere night, I was scared shitless. I mean, worse than my whole, ever in my whole life. I'm sure. That's good. So that, it's good to challenge yourself and yeah. to try this new thing. Sure, to sure. Get, get out of yourself. Well, who's going to judge you? Just radio people. They hate everyone who's not in radio. You think they're going to be like, you're selling out? Like, I guess I just moved to L.A. and I, I'm in the business, but I'm not in the business. But who's going to say, Mike, you sold out? You did that. No, and I don't, I, don't mean, an I don't mean sold out. Why can't you just be an entertainer right, right. and you're doing your thing and you might do Dancing with the Stars and you might do radio and you might send around pictures of Big Black Hawks and you might yeah. come in with cum on your sleeve and you're everyone. Yeah. You have no filter and it's fun. You, you'll do anything. So who I can't, cares? I can't, I, you can't box in Mike Catherwood. <laughs> you can't. My shrink says that she said... Uh, you're you're a perfect example of the modern man because you you know you're all into MMA and motorcycles and stuff, but you do yoga and you're you're you the perfect man. Have the, uh, Too bad you're married. Oh, you're yeah. married though, which is exciting. It is. Yeah. But we're going to talk about today. So the, why is Mike here on my Sex with Emily show? We we talk a lot about sex and relationships. Because I'm happy to be here. That's why. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> it's fun. But I think that you can help. First of all, I have lots of listeners, and they send tons of emails with questions. We're gonna you're sure. gonna help me some answer some questions today. Some emails from the listeners, they include, the topics are, okay, one woman has a very selfish boyfriend. He will not perform oral sex on her. Another one, uh, a guy he wants to last longer in bed. Imagine that. Yeah. A woman wants to get freaky in bed. She can't find other freaky guys. And so much more. Well, okay. And I want to say that when I saw you, though, I had to come into Loveline last night. And I saw you, Mike, and I said, you know, Will, I was really hoping because you are an expert in so many things. You give amazing really? advice every night. Well, let's, be, let, let's talk about this. Black Hawk. Love sure. and relationships. For sure, Black Hawk. He is straight, but he has a fetish for Black Hawk. I cock. love it. We don't have time today get, to get into your Black Hawk fetish. I like cock in general, to be you honest. Do. Yeah. I just, I like, prefer black and like for viewing. You like looking at it. Well, because typically they're bigger. That's, you know. Just that's a, goes, yeah. yeah. It might be a rumor, but yeah. no, it, I guess it is. No, it's, it's no stereotype. It is true. It's no, you're right. Like, yeah. In my experience, it has been that way too. Yeah. So anyway, I want to tell you that Mike, I said to him last night, so I came and I said, Mike, oh my God, will you be on my, I'd love you to be on my show. I have this new studio, we're recording here right before Loveline. He's like, I'd love to. I said, great. Well, what do you want to talk about? And he didn't even like blink. He didn't even, he's like, <laughs> anal sex. I'm like, okay, done. Too bad anal sex month just ended in August. But yes, we'll talk about anal sex. But then you said, 
I want to talk about the difference between promiscuity between men and women. Yeah. And you're probably just BSing me and like, hey, but, but it's interesting. That's what you brought up. Like you said, why can men be so promiscuous and women can't? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, essentially. No, it, or it's, women it, are sluts it's, and men it's are not sluts. Like a, it's not even like a, like a slight difference. There's not even a thin line between men and women when it comes to promiscuity. It's like guys are like applauded. Guys are cheered on for being. Yeah, you banged ten chicks yeah. this weekend. That's awesome, right? And women are really kind of uh, burnt at the stake for it, you know. And but don't you think it's more when you're younger, like in college? People, do people still really care who you sleep with when you get older? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I don't. I, and I'm not just <laughs> you saying don't that. Judge. I'm not just saying that because you wouldn't I'm judge so me for how many people I've slept with. But I mean, with. I I truly don't care. And but I'm I feel like I really am a little bit more sexually liberated than a lot of people, um, especially. Guys, guys tend to get really rigid in how they view their female counterparts. I agree. Um, you what do you mean by that? Like, what would you say your most men are like? Um, They're probably listening right now. Yeah, I'm not trashing guys. I'm just thinking. In Mo- general, a lot of my listeners. Most, are men. Of the, most of the time, when you when you encounter a guy, you know, 50 and under, he he has a hard time wrapping his head around the the fact that his wife or his girlfriend has had sex with anybody else ever. Right. In a perfect world, um, I, I think a lot of guys, you know. Just in this small facet, not in all ways, but a lot of guys, you know, um, kind of uh, embrace the the like Al Qaeda view of women, and that they should only service them sexually and never another man ever. Clearly, that's unrealistic. But you just you have a hard time believe. I know that I was that way when I was like twenty. That's what I was going to say because a lot of our listeners are are yeah. twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, and we hear them. They call in on Loveline all the time. They email me every day. And they just don't know. At 20, you can't just say, well, you're 20, dude. But, like, they don't know. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to perform oral sex on a woman. They don't yeah. know how to please a woman. And that's, I think, what we're trying to do is, is educate them. But at 20, you didn't know either. Yeah, and to, to and have I'm assuming my, you know now. To, to have men's backs, I do. I Yeah, I do. But I've, it took a long time to get there. Yeah. How can we, like, fast track these guys? Well... I don't know if you can. I mean, because we're gonna I, get some good where, sex tips where women right where women get the the shitty end of the stick when it comes to like their social views, how how society views them with sexual partners and promiscuity. Guys get the shitty end of the stick in coming of age sexually because unless you're a gay guy, because straight men are dealt a really fucking confusing hand when it comes to trying to figure out women because women are so different. Right, We're and like biologically, women have so much going against them when it comes to enjoying sex, and it takes most women a long time to really understand their own body, to figure out how to orgasm, to figure out when they or when they can, and what part of their body they get pleasure from. Whereas guys, like we're really easy, we're really really easy. I, like a woman's sex for a woman is like a vintage Ferrari, you know, and, and it's, it's beautiful, and it's and it's and it's amazing to see and, and behold and be a part of. But it can break down just like that because the parts are so – they're so high, perform, high performance. They're also very unique and, and, and very, like, handcrafted. A guy is like a, like a 2013 Toyota Camry. Right. It's just, just – I know. We got you know, – the penis is there. We kind of you know, know what saying? to do. I like, know. Like, we blow loads and you just go. I know. So I feel, I feel that this show has helped and we try to help on Love Line so many people – understand it but i think it starts with the women so many women aren't doing their work either so i tell them all the time like you gotta masturbate like my best friend in college every day for 30 days she never had orgasm she took it in her own hands literally and she is now still to this day the most multi-orgasmic woman i know because she took that time and women are just like i can't have an orgasm what's wrong with me they think 
you know, he's supposed to he's supposed to bring the orgasm to me. It's his fault. He needs to know. And I used to do that. Yeah. When I was younger, I'd blame the guy and think, why isn't he doing it? But I didn't know either. Yeah. So and I, well, I, we all need I to take huge... time and uh, figure out our own body. That's great advice. Is that women need to do the work beforehand? I think they do. The prep work. But at the same time, there's also a big facet. In that uh, you know, so they can I, I explain it to their partner. Is, is that yes? An eighteen to twenty-two year old woman needs to be open with their male lovers. They need to say, "Look, no, 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 try this, not this." Right. And I, I don't. I think a lot of women assume that they're like going to hurt a guy's feelings, but I guys don't I, like directions. Yeah, because I always thought I would just work harder. Right. When my when I was nineteen and a girl wouldn't have an orgasm, I thought I'd just fuck her more. Right. Exactly. Or, 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 Pound her more like yeah, a jackhammer. And, and Ugh, in actuality. Don't do that. All I could have, you know, if I would have just taken my time and, you know, provided some oral or maybe incorporated a, a toy or something, and, and it would have been like that. It would have been just easy solution, but I had no idea if a girl had just opened her mouth. Now, now at my age, now I, I, I'll flat out be like, you like this? What can right. I do to make it better? But but I think also a lot of young women think that if they act, if they speak up and they say what's what's going on with them, then they feel like the guy's going to judge them. Oh, you've had so much experience. How do you know your body? You know what I mean? They feel like they'll be seen as slutty. If they give, yeah, I mean, I, 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 that's an assumption for me because I'm not a woman, but and I hope that that's not the case. But let me speak for men out there. There's nothing better than getting, you know, direct advice on what makes you tick because you, we, I, I, a lot of times do look at women as very confusing. You know, yeah, we are. We're the the Rubik's cube of life. Women's women's vaginas. Yeah, but then again, like we say, they're like snowflakes. It's like a pubic's cube. See, pubic's cube. You're so good, Mike. I try. Um, so Mike, um, you are married now. We're gonna get into your sex life in a little bit, if that's cool. cool. Yeah, but uh, you don't care. No. But first, I want to know, um, how how are your balls doing? My balls right now. Just you know, like you know, I gave you a present, and I just want to know. They're dry. Are they dry? Mm -hmm. Do you like your ball stuff? Okay. I love I, it. Okay, good. Tony and Emily and Tony. Emily and Tony .com. It's my new, it's called Down Under. It's a ball cream to a powder. A lot of men don't know. That doesn't make any sense hearing those words. Okay, so explain to a guy. I, it's a cream. Like a, it comes in a tube, like it looks like suntan lotion or something. And right. you, know, you squeeze it out. It looks like lotion. And you, you rub it, it on your balls or anywhere that you're prone to sweating. And it, it turns to powder. It looks like you put baby powder on your right. balls, but you just rubbed a lotion. And it's awesome because uh, I'm a I'm a very active guy and I get sweaty in that area, and uh, it's taking care of me. I know it's like an, it has a natural like antiperspirant built in. It has a witch hazel and it has um, it's tapioca actually. Someone could eat it off you. It's fine. It's vegan yeah. and say fresh and dry. Men don't realize tapioca means it's gluten free. Exactly, too. <laughs> it is gluten free. And men think that they don't. It's kind of so you just st stop sweating and you stay fresh. Men use talcum powder. It can be carcinogenic, and so everyone can check it out at emilytony.com. If you love me, you support the show. You'll support down under. And it's good. I I, I vouch for it. I've used it. I'm so I not glad. Only use you it were on my like balls. the first person I gave it to. I not only use it on my balls. I use it on my hips. When I uh, when I grapple and, and do MMA because I, I wear like a rash guard. It's like a really, it's almost like like neoprene against my body underneath my gi or right. if I just go no gi. And it gets really sweaty and itchy in certain parts of like my hips and, and my, my fupa, my, right. my spare tire. And then <laughs> you I You don't uh, have a spare tire. I, I rub it on there and it works. Yeah, it stops sweating everywhere. Women yeah. can use it on their lower back, beneath their breasts. Anyway, I'm very proud of my new thing. I have to say it took two years. We created it. We have candles and lubricant and it's awesome. So check it out. And, and I left the, the candle. You gave me the candle, and I love it. And uh, I left it in my car overnight. Okay. And I got back in my car and it smelled amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Coconut. My whole, my whole car smelled like a Hawaiian vacation. Exactly. It's yeah. the It's their massage candles. Actually, you have you. You should. Did you use it? I, I did gave massage. It to you. I know. I did, did you, massage. You massaged her. I did not. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I would have sent you a picture if I did. I w- you would have sent me a picture yeah, of uh, I, le- I, I left it in my car to like prepare oh, for right. the thing. You were going to bring your romantic we took, weekend. We took my wife's car to the, and okay, I didn't whatever. even think about it. Do it you another know, time. I know, I will. I'm hurt, but that's okay. No, um, Mike, okay, well, let's answer an email from the listeners. Right. I feel like you, we were, we were just talking about this a little bit, but I think you could be very helpful here. All right, okay? I'll try. Dear Emily, I recently discovered your show. I'm so glad I did. I've already learned so much, and I'm appreciative there's a resource like this out there. I'm 19. I've been sexually active for about four months with my current boyfriend, who is also my first serious relationship. Sometimes he's pretty selfish in bed. He wants me to give him blowjobs and handjobs all the time, have sex in all the positions he likes, and it's frustrating because he expects all give and no take. He used to love going down on me, fingering me, making out, and getting really turned on before we had sex. Now he, like, expects me to be wet after one kiss and ready for sex, and I just can't be. I miss when the sex used to be really good and exciting. It's like we're an old married couple. I try talking to him about it. He's going to focus more on me, but he never really does. Um, He never takes initiative. How can I get him to step up? Thank you. I love your show, Kendra. So she's 19. He was good for a few months. He probably performed oral sex on her for like 60 seconds, and now he's just being selfish. He's a baby. 19. How do we... We can't say that to every single... You're just young. No. Well, I will say this, I think he is being selfish, but he doesn't even know it. Yes, he does. He's telling... She's telling him. But he's not like conscious of the the circumstances that she's going to stop giving him blowjobs if he doesn't start. There's certain stuff you will write off, and you will give a guy... You'll cut a guy some slack for for the fact that he's 19. But if he started off... Like giving her the full court press with going down on her and, and doing romantic stuff, and then now that he realizes he has her in like his comfort zone, he stopped that shit. That's just he's a dick. He's just so a, he really just is emotionally immature. Yeah, and, he's and just, you, she what she needs to do instead of tell him, she needs to let it, let it be known how he's not a man. He's he's a like that's baby shit. A real man. You think she should be like, honey, you're a pussy. You haven't done this to me. I mean, like, really? I mean, you know, maybe not those. Kind terms, of dope, but you be, you be, you'd be surprised how, especially like, he probably thinks he's so cool because he can just get blowjobs without doing any work. And what she needs to do is like enlighten him to the fact that there's nothing less manly. Like there's being no selfish. Thing as a free blowjob. Being being selfish as a lover is the least uh, masculine and the least. Um, it's the least cool kind of Lothario thing to do. He probably thinks he's some cool player and he can just come home from work or whatever he does right. and play Xbox and then get a blowjob. In actuality, the ability to like check off all corner, all things on a woman's menu before you even get concerned about yourself. Right, like make sure that she is pleased, that she's had her orgasm, sure. that she's gotten there before you do. And, and- he'll be shocked. Because the more he starts to consistently do that without her needing to antagonize him to do it, then she'll be motivated out right. of the blue to just want to rock. It comes his world. around, goes around, yeah. exactly. So she, and the thing that that, that might, breaks my heart is that she says, "I deserve some foreplay and some oral, don't I?" Yes. Like she's doubting it. Like is something wrong? Yes. And so yes, you 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 do deserve it, Kendra. We all deserve it. And if he's not the right guy, because I've been, I think I've told you this, but I've been with men who don't like the vagina just some men they don't like they like me they want to have sex with my vagina but they don't want to like know it and get in there and get interested in the vagina so i feel like and i actually had a conversation with this guy that i was dating it was like a year and a half and i was like what's the deal he's like i just i just i don't really like it yeah that's and I'm like, I, I don't really like you yeah and then i ended it yeah listen because i i love orals like i need oral sex you're not like but some women might guys, guys make someone a perfect husband someday or something guys will totally leave a relationship if they're not getting their their needs met sexually 
I feel like a lot of young women, especially, they won't. They'll sim- They'll stay. He's a really nice guy. Maybe I can find. Like, look, that's a They're big. Sure that's a very, it. very important part of a successful relationship. It really is. And if you feel like someone, especially if you've made it known that you want this in the bedroom, and this guy can't step up to the plate just because he flat out doesn't want to, you have you are under every right, in my opinion, to just end the relationship. Yeah, end it. I mean, I think you got to have the real. T- Obviously, what she's saying isn't working, but I think that you, you both deserve it, and you have to start communicating about if your sex you're, life. Uh, and I'm not saying tit for tat. I never would advocate like fighting fire with fire. But for a 19-year-old girl with a 19-year-old boyfriend, the best way to get him to snap into action is infer that you can get it somewhere else. Really? Using year old boy, th- yeah. 19-year-old boys are so territorial about their ladies. Right. So if you just be like, believe me, uh, Bobby, you know who I work with over there at, uh, at uh, In-N-Out Burger, he'll go down on me in one second. We've kind of had that conversation maybe once or twice. Yeah. Just, you know, oh, let, let, God. let that bomb drop. But don't you think a lot of it is that guys don't actually know what to do once they get down there? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I actually had a relationship when I was 19 where a girl flat out said, she's like, you're just too aggressive when you go down there. Because mm-hmm. you were probably so excited. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. Like, and, and I also thought it was kind of like treat a clitoris like a penis. Right. And that's oh, not. Ouch. Ouch. Right. That just hurt my clitoris right, right. now. And I, and, I, and now looking back on it, you know, uh, oh, like I probably was totally not. Right, because you don't know. So how? So Mike, fast forward um, a few years, you're no longer 19, 20 year old man. Yeah. If if you had to give your top oral sex tips, your top three oral sex tips for performing oral sex on a woman, what would they be? And all and all the vaginas that you've that you, I, I'm assuming from what I know, you've probably come across many. Yeah. Um, and probably brought many pleasure. Yeah. What's your top tips? I would say always start off. Softer than you think you need to, and gradually work yourself up to a level of aggressiveness to the point where you feel like a woman's there, as opposed to starting off hard and working backwards. Start off absolutely as gently as possible. I mean, almost like you're whispering on a clitoris. Oh, so true. And then you gauge as you in- slowly, gradually increase pressure and and. Uh, like I said, almost, I don't want to say aggressiveness is a bad word. Uh, the more you, the more pressure you apply, right. slowly add, fe- feel it out in the woman, and, and try to sense what her threshold of because some women do like it aggressive, but they, you know but usually they want it. I right. always say start five times slower than you think you need. There's to. no, there's nothing wrong with starting too slow. There's right. a big problem with starting too hard. Yeah, we're not even there yet. We're like, what do you right. do? You're down. The, I'm not even ready. I didn't even know what was happening. Like you got to ease into it. Because a guy will get frustrated if a woman it doesn't get down to business on his penis. So you don't want us to tease you? I'd prefer not. So if you you're going to blow wa- me, I'd love you to blow me. Just go right to the... Yeah. Not even like the nibbling through the underwear, like slowly unzip your pants. Like you just want the blowjob. You just want your dick in someone's mouth right away. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Not teasing. Okay, but I mean, women... Don't get so me wrong. Some, some bit of tension. Right. You know, you, you like feel, five, the, penis, like, like 50 feel the penis through right. the pants and then you undo my pants. Like that alone is arousing enough to a guy. Right. But you don't believe, need to do a whole I mean, song and dance. You're, you're, Just, no, you're no kid. You know. It's like most of the time when you feel like there's uh, the po- possibility of, of going to bed with a guy, he's already hard for like 20 minutes before you even get his pants off. Right. So it's different than a woman where she, you really kind of like do need, need to get to. the like, right. system going. Exactly. You know? But for guys, I'm just saying because we always talk about teasing, tease your partner. And some men do like to be teased, but typically. I honestly think that guy, if teasing a man and working slowly towards him is great when you're married for some time. <laughs> you know, it really is. Or, or you've been in a relationship where you've had Because why? Sex. You're no longer. To tell me about that. You got it because. 
guys, and this is a terrible thing to say, but it's 100% true, is that guys get very desensitized to having sex with the same person. We're so turned on by the idea of variety. Right. That's not to say that guys aren't meant to be monogamous. I really do think that that we are in that you learn to love the idea of having sex with one person. Right. But because of instinctively we want to bang every woman we come across um, and and we do kind of get bored with having sex with the same girl, there's a lot of value in varying things up. So, you know, after you've had sex with the same guy 50 times, then you can start working your way down with slow kisses to his penis and nibbling off his underwear or – you know, blindfolding him when you kiss his uh, area around his penis before. Those things are great when you're in a long-term relationship. Okay. When you're, get, like, date number three and you're thinking about this first you time think, sleeping with this guy, right. go like a scud missile right into his cock. <laughs> go yeah. like a scud missile, exactly. Yeah. So so you think that – that's interesting because there, I believe that there's a lot of men who – feel exactly the same way you do. They think, you know, I don't think we're meant to be monogamous. I want to bang every chick I see. You know, I, and then there's guys who are like, you know what? I'm okay with it. Like, I kind of feel that way, but I'm in love. I would never cheat. And they don't even, like, go there. Or do you think that those men are just, like, you're just saying they it. Don't know, the they don't know what they're getting themselves into. Those are the guys who get married at 22 and they're like, you, they don't, and I believe them. They're definitely super in love with their fiance, soon-to-be woman. And they're like, I've only banged one other girl and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Call me at 28 right, after exactly. six years of that shit um, because I, I'm not saying that everybody should be reckless sexually, but there's a, there is a tremendous amount of currency to just getting that shit out of your system. Right. I'm 34 but, now. Right. And my take sexually on my wife now as opposed to my first wife when I got married at 24 um, is totally different because like, look, I've had threesomes and I've – I've right. banged a lot of girls, and you I'm not, and I'm not trying to be braggadocious, but that's right. the, I've been around the block, and I got that shit out of my system. And, and now the value it? of like really developing intimacy with my wife through sex is so much better than the the titillating feeling of the the the, the new vagina and the new. So you don't. You know, so you those feelings, those cravings for new vagina is gone now. They're not gone, but I mean, I'm still alive. I right. still see girls on the internet, or I, I especially in yes, this business, do. I get a chance to meet remarkably beautiful women. Of course, I'm like, fuck, I'd, I'd really like to have sex with but her. You, but you but have... it, it's it, it's a it's a, a mild feeling, much like if you're on a diet and you see a piece of pizza, you of course you want to eat that pizza. But now I have somehow have a different level of willpower to stay on my diet as opposed to when I was 24. If that makes yeah, you know, but if it that does make sense. And it's a choice that you that you yeah. make. I'm always going to be, you know. I'm always going to be a guy. The, the analogy I always like to say is like, I love my, my car. I have a 66 GTO. I love it. I, it's a, it's a, a muscle car I've always dreamed of. I have no desire to buy another car. I, I, I could live in that car because I love it so much. But does that mean when a 69 Charger drives by, my head doesn't whip around and I go, fuck, that's a nice car. Of course not. I still admire other cars and I still get a, a great passionate feeling when I see a muscle car that I love. Doesn't mean that I don't prefer mine. Right. That that's the that's the way guys are, and I and I think that when a guy meets all of a woman's needs emotionally, physically, uh, he's he's there for her on in every regard. Women can like just write off other men, like it's just like there's no other men in the world. You know, they may have other. Do men, men that, like that exist? Yeah, I think oh, so. They fill all your needs. 
I hope so. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope so. I I hope I'm that way for my wife. Right. No, I'm sure. But that I, you don't, do, but I don't. I don't in think any it's way realistic to think that there's one person that's going to fill all your needs. No. Not. I mean, maybe sexually, yes. But I'm saying in other ways. Like I think people think that this perfect person we have to find that's going to fill all these needs. No, but I I also think that you fill enough of her. The your right partner. Needs. Your partner is like a great rock song. It's perfect in its imperfection. Right. You know, there's never going to be actual perfection. You just find the perfect person for you, who's alarmingly imperfect, just like we all are. You know, that that's the key. I mean, for me, it's like I, I of course I feel like my wife wants to bang other guys. I feel like my wife finds talk about it. My a wife lot of finds women, other women, of, other men attractive. A I'm lot sure, of I, women say that they don't feel that after they get married. Like, oh, I don't crave it. I don't want it. I want it to be with my guy. Yeah, I, I believe that. I believe my wife really would just like to be with me. But I'd be dumb or naive to assume that she doesn't find other men attractive. attractive but she's not you know? gonna, right? She's and not have physical urges to be with those guys. But right. I do, I do feel like I meet a lot more. Like I, I, I scratch that itch a lot more in my wife than she does to me. Not to say that I'm not fully satisfied with my wife. It's just that that's the way guys are. Like I, I just, I, you know, sometimes I get overwhelmed by like how many beautiful women there are in the world. But I don't have like any any real visceral urge to to be with them and you're, I just mar- you're married to a, a beautiful woman sure actress. yeah no Never my wife my wife's gorgeous right but does you know you still you know and you surf porn you like porn i love porn right love porn and she's cool with that we get so many calls too you know and yeah. people email about the, the problems they have do you guys ever talk about it does she ever want to know, like what do you watch like how yeah. do couples deal with the porn situation i got I, you like, it's got so be- many people are like my he watches porn it means he doesn't love me does it mean our sex is bad i thought he, i was the best in his life and now he's like in the basement it has nothing to life. do with that though right that's what we got to explain to men my wife women. my wife is without women. question the best lover i've ever had but i still beat off to porn all the time right probably has- because of that yeah right she gets ex- excited inspired. no that's a great right. point that's great insight for you to have because i don't know if all men are like this but i certainly feel like my sex drive is higher when I'm having more sex. Right. I think I take it as a compliment. He's like, I had we had amazing sex last night, and I I masturbated today. I'm like, awesome. That I feel means more that I, like, inspired I, you. Right. I do. I feel like more of a man. There was a span after my first wife left me, where like the tail end of of before our separation, we didn't have any sex. It was like probably eight months, no sex. Then she left, and there was another like year and a half where I didn't have any sex. Wow. So I went almost two years in my mid twenties without any sex. And I probably didn't beat off half as much as I do now where I have sex whenever I want. Right. Exactly. Because now when you're having great sex, like you want more, you want more because you have the and taste And I feel like it. more of a man. I do. I feel can, like more. Okay. I have a question. You just said that you are having the best sex of your life now. Yeah. Can you explain to me wh- what that – is it because of the intimacy or is there like any like – anything in particular that makes you think that? There, there's a certain spontaneity to um, a great sex in my opinion, you know, where you, it's not formulaic. Um. And I feel like it's easy to fall into that rut, especially for guys, because you want to work hard to please your woman. So you find one or two things that really pleases her. So you just want to go right to those. Right. But I think it's hard to it's it's important to kind of keep everyone guessing. You can always get to the things that you know are going to work. Right. But just change the order. So you guys are always changing mixing, things up. Yeah. And and um, and my wife and I are very open uh, communication wise when it comes to sex. I mean, I'm very inquisitive about what she wants and how I can better please her, and. What That's I'm doing so... that what I'm doing that isn't working, you know. I, I um, I, you, I think what that, kind of feedback have you gotten that it wasn't working? As of right now, I'm I'm still you're doing I'm well. Still doing well. Yeah, you're yeah. getting A's. Okay, yeah. that's good. What would you say is the? Um, oh, I'll, I'll, oh, actually, oh, yeah, no. Well, good, actually, my wife has made it very clear that she doesn't like it when I go long periods of time without initiating sex. She feels like she feels much more desired, and she feels much hotter 
as a woman when I initiate it, when I get a little bit more cake, because I worked very, I worked very hard to not be kind of um, brutish in, in you know, coming home and demanding sex. Right. But she says every once in a while, it's very good. It's very good for you to kind of come home and be like, woman, you, you know, so you, so, but, I, I don't care what you're doing. But, right. It's time to go to the bedroom. Love, yeah, I, women, we, yeah. we want to be taken. Yeah. We all, and, it's Friday, and, and sometimes guys want to be taken. Yeah, and, well. and, and she has, has expressed to me that it's not appealing to her that if I'm very passive and I don't initiate sex. So and so do, I've worked on it. Does you know? she initiate sex a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so she feels like, was she feeling like she was initiating more than you? Yes. That's interesting. And she was. She was because I was making a conscious effort to not be kind of a, a domineering husband. Um, I thought I was doing the right thing. I was trying to be, I didn't want to paint her into any corners to do, have sex when she didn't want it or to be, and I think that that was a uh, residual f- from past relationships whereas now she said no certainly i I like you being open-minded and not trying to be brutish but at the same time you need to frequently and and periodically take control and demand because that makes me feel desired i think that's 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 amazing that you had that conversation because so many couples would not know First of all, they would never have that conversation. Years would go by. She'd be so upset, like you know, that her husband wasn't wasn't initiating sex, and that she felt she. And then they would never. They, it's like you know, most couples don't have those conversations. Yeah, and and it's I, I, I want to com- give you like a medal right now. Yeah, well, thank you. And I, I, I am going to give you a vibrator lately, yeah. later for her. I mean, I'm very lucky. My wife, my wife is great in many regards. Not only is she, be, but she she is that type of woman who would have that conversation with me. And I got to be honest, I wouldn't be receptive to that. I would be very hurt or, um, you know, 10 years ago if, if uh, a significant right, so that's other interesting. Had a, so the young guys listening, you know, 10 years ago. So when you were like 21, yeah. 22, and I'm, like I, when I, I, I don't I don't want it to sound condescending when I say, well, 21 year old guys can't handle that. I was that way, too. Right. I, I, I'm not trying to paint, paint a picture that I wasn't uh, involved in. As well, I was I was just that same guy when I was twenty, you know, twenty twenty one. Um, but you you do kind of grow and you start to become interested in in you you start to become interested in other people's needs as opposed to just your own. You live in a very sheltered, very selfish world when you're young. And sex is so new and exciting at that age. You're like, I just want to yeah. have it. I'm having it. You're thinking about it. You're preoccupied with it, and you're not really thinking yeah. other techniques. You're like, it's in and out. It's in and out. And then porn. Two, so many kids today, that's how they're learning about sex. That's all they see. Yeah. And then they're it's like, so oh, she wants to be banged that way. It's like, no, that doesn't even work. It's not even hitting her clitoris. It's like miles away from her clitoris, what you're doing right now. It, like, it's, it's you not, can't learn from porn, It's, it's tough. I, I said learning to, to have sex by watching porn is like learning to box by watching Rocky. It's, it's a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. But it's I mean, entertainment. It and James, purpose. we've had great adult stars on Loveline many times. They said, I, this is not how you should have sex in life. I'm an entertainer. Right. Sure, I'm fucking someone, but I mean, I'm fucking someone for the sake of your entertainment, not for the sake of having great sex. Exactly. You know? So it's not like technically a great place to to learn. So what would you say in your experience of sleeping with women, what would you say has been the best position for women to have orgasms? Best position yeah, for orgasms? Yeah, is position that you found that women were like, oh, outside of Outside of oral sex for a cunnilingus? Yes, like during intercourse. Yeah, outside of cunnilingus. Because I think that's, that's definitely number that's one. That's like, yeah, that's the, that's the sure thing. Um, I would say uh, doggy style or, or her lying on her stomach with, you know, for, so something from behind with the woman also simultaneously applying pressure to her own clitoris. Yes, with clitoris. like a hand or. With a or, hand or a yeah. vibrator. Yeah. 
Which sometimes, I sometimes I'll use my own hand, like redo a little reach around style. Right, and lots of lube is good too. Yeah, how do you feel but about lubricant? I think that I love it. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's necessary. You know? It's not. See, this is the thing. I think that lube doesn't have to be a necessary thing. I think a lot of it enhances sex for women. I think that also to those get that guy you you got an email about uh, premature ejaculation. Yes, I do. Extra lube has been incredible for me to because I suffered from premature ejaculation. Okay, let's for talk a long about time. that. Tell me, how did you get over it? Uh, lube? A, a lot of help. A lot of help. Um, <laughs> I, for a long time, I thought about stuff that made me sexually unaroused like i thought about this pile of trash in new york city with right. rats coming out of it because exactly. it disgusted me right and, and everybody has that old cliche idea of thinking about baseball or your grandma or something right um that's a bad idea because then you're associating sex with something negative exactly. um i i to be honest the best solution for me was to just pop off quickly a couple times with each with each lover and let that be open. Be like, I'm just so turned on by you. Because that's the truth. A for lot. a lot of guys, yes. I mean, that was so for me. On. It was yeah. just like, I just get so worked up. Like, I can't last. But big salute, big, another big solution for me is like, I always was ready for round two. Oh, wait. Okay, right. You when know? you're younger, you, that's what happens. Even, like, yeah, I'm 34 years old. I, like, I still go round two, right? Oh, my you God. Know, I have to give you some permission. Here's, okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm yeah. not ready for round two. Like, I can just stick it back in right after a blow load. But what you do is like, you do a little foreplay on the woman. Maybe she has an organ. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe it's just getting her going. Then you have sex uh, vaginally or she gives you oral and you you achieve orgasm. Right. So you say, I'm sorry it happened so quickly, but I'm just so into you. No need to fill with any more words. No. Go right back down to going down on her. Exactly. That you gives you 15 minutes, 10 minutes of, of making sure you, you work on her body. While that's happening... You're building that boner back up. Exactly. Boom. Go so for round two. I think that what happens is so many men don't even go for the round two because they're humilified, hum, uh, hum, humilified, mortified, <laughs> and humiliated. They're, they're, they're humiliated. They think, God, she's not going to want to be with me. She's going to think, I was. no, we think that you thought we were really hot. You couldn't help it. Now just please us. We're fine. We're not as tripped up on it. And the men who get super tripped up on it are the ones who can't even think of round two because they're like, Ugh. right. If you own it, I give, own I'm, it. I'm telling you, if you own it, premature jack, even with a brand new partner, I've had it, I, I used for, for five years, like right after my divorce, and like especially during the Dancing with the Stars era, where I was having sex with a new were girl, were you banging new checks all the time because uh, you were on TV? It was, it was, it was Tell like. Tell me, did you have like fans? Did you have like groupies? Yeah, I mean that mostly though it was it was girls that I worked with. Oh, you slept with the other dancers on the Stars? The mm-hmm. dance who? Anyone famous? Well, I, I mean, I honestly, I don't want. I feel bad for them. Oh, whatever, we won't tell. No, I just, I, 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 oh, you I, feel bad for them. They well, loved be- you. Look how cute you are. Mike Catherwood, everyone. You have to check them out. Google I, them. I, a lot of girls that worked, worked on the show, whether they were in front of the camera or behind oh, it. Oh, producers. Um, PAs. There was, there was, PAs with the headsets? And then also just oh, like, like little 24 PAs. <laughs> like they yes. just moved there to LA. Oh, yes. cute. Yes, and, and maybe makeup girls. And, makeup girls. Oh, my God. A lot of my guy friends love the makeup girls. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a little tip for those of you listening in other parts of the country. I mean this. And I mean uh, the okay. hottest women in Hollywood work behind the scenes. Most of the makeup and, and wardrobe girls in Hollywood are fucking ridiculously hot. People so hot. who do makeup and hair and, and cosmetic on every show, even like news shows like Dr. Drew's HLN. Like you walk backstage, you're like, whoa, 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 what is going on? And I mean, like, what do you think that's model about? Level. I mean, I think it's just the business attracts. Yeah, and everyone in LA is so hot. Yeah. I, mean, I just moved here from San Francisco. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, everyone's so hot. It really but is. It's not a, it's not a stereotype. It's weird. It's crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, like, it's crazy. Like, every single place you go, he's hot, she's hot. It's like, you don't even You go to different parts it. of the, and don't get me wrong, there's there's parts of the country where there's insane levels of really good, like, uh, you know, there's parts where you might not even assume, like parts of Texas and right. like South Carolina. South Carolina on the coast has 
ridiculously hot people, men and women, and, and parts of like uh, out in the Atlanta area, just ridiculous in you know, Dallas and Austin. Um, uh, but but it's just, they really do because like beautiful people flock to LA, right? They like do. beautiful people from all over come right. to this. It's annoying. So it's crazy. It yeah. is crazy. But going back to premature ejaculation, yeah. we just got to sum this up because this email was from Kyle. I'm not married, but feel I'm having a problem with premature ejaculation. What should I do for it? So I think you gave some great. Great examples. Pre gaming, pull out and own it, and just be like, "There it is. There's my, there's my load," and just be. And and I did it two or three times, and then next thing you know, it just stopped happening. It just, you know what I'm saying? Like I just was so much more in control of it because I didn't allow that. You owned it. I didn't allow the premature ejaculation to own me. I owned it. And And a lot of it can be psychological, but there are some things you can try. It's the only FDA approved treatment for premature ejaculation and lasting longer. It's promescent. Go to sexfilmy.com, click on Promess, and you can check it out. It's a spray for your penis. Is that the desensitization yeah, stuff? it's desensitizing. Yeah, good. And it makes you stay harder, and you can have sex with her. She doesn't get desensitized. It doesn't rub off inside yeah. her. And it lasts, and it's like it's the only FDA-approved one, the spray, and it'll help you last longer. Guys love it. I don't know about penis. I wish I did. I would try it. But anyway, that's what they should do. And it's great because it it's a lot better than cocaine. Which I oftentimes oh, would rub on my penis. Also, right, you rub that in your penis. Yeah. You've rubbed it everywhere, right? Yeah, well, it really will desensitize your wiener. Oh, good to but know. But the problem Thanks. is, is all, that all my does, drug addict, all my drug addict listeners, that will rub are, off into Anderson, a world. Anderson, is that what you do? No, no, I was saying that we're wrapping it up, right? Oh, we're wrapping it up. But no, there is a great song by Ween uh, called "Put the Coke on My Dick." Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. I love sending this message but to my it, listeners. It, uh, They're all going to become drug addicts it make, now. It gives women l- l- like limp. Yeah, don't stick ladies. coke inside of a woman's vagina. You know what would be awesome is if you could train your penis to somehow sniff. And then you could have it on there and be snorting it through your wiener. If my penis could sniff coke, I might fall off the wagon fall off the wagon. I'd fall off the wagon, Hey, what if dicks could yell? That would make like, sexual harassment I think a they do, thing. don't that's, they? Uh, that's my autobiography. What, if, if my dick could yell? Yeah. If my dick could talk would be a good one, too. Um, okay, Mike Catherwood, where can everyone find you? At Mike Catherwood on Twitter. That's a C. Yes. It's not everyone know how to spell it. At Mike Catherwood. C-A-T-H-E-R-W-O-O-D. It's and phonetic. then also Mike and Drew podcast mm-hmm. at Podcast One. They can find it. Yes. And everyone, thanks for listening to Sex Emily. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Sex with Emily. And thanks, everyone, for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Mike. Hi, I'm Emily from sexwithemily.com. What if giving oral sex tasted like strawberries or chocolate? Mask makes these delicious strips like a breath strip, only better. They make oral sex taste like chocolate, strawberry, watermelon, or mango. Make sex more pleasurable for you and your partner by going to sexualflavors.com.